0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Before the episode, we want to shout out some of our newest Patreon supporters. So thank you, Professor Mystery, Rebecca, Catherine, Beth Ann, Joanna, Jessica, Jen, Edna, Danielle, Mara, Susan, Sylvia, and Shannon. We really, really appreciate you and thank you for helping us be able to keep doing what we're doing. If you want to join them and check out our super cool and recently updated Patreon rewards, you can head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek. And for those of you who are going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, we won't have a booth there, but we have at least two panels. Um, The convention is still finalizing times and rooms, etc. but if you want to see where our panels are and to come say hi to us, you can find all that info at sartorialgeek.com or in our Instagram highlights at sartorialgeek. Today's episode is sponsored by Audible. Audible is a lifesaver for me because there are so many books that I really want to read and there is also so little chance that I'm actually going to sit down and read them all. Right now, I'm using Audible to catch up on books that have shows coming out that I really want to know the stories. So I'm listening to Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, and it is wonderful. To get 30 days free on Audible, head to audibletrial.com sartorialgeek and listen to your first book. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denet, and I'm so excited to be here with my friend Tara, Tara Theo Harris, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. Um, And you're also the Geeky Hostess.
0: I am. Self-appointed Geeky Hostess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think the Geeky Hostess was maybe the first nerdy blog I ever found. Oh, awesome! I think it really was, and also I didn't understand Dungeons and Dragons yet, so all of your like D twenty things, I had no idea. But now you know it, and you love it. Now I know it. I (laughs) wish I could go back in time and like get all of the cool accessories and stuff that
0: you. I mean, that's that's the beauty of a blog, though. You can always go back and check out the blog posts and make all the recipes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you're you have like you have shifted what the geeky hostess is a lot since I first. I mean, that was what like. Eight or nine years ago, probably. Yeah, I think
0: it, I started the blog about nine years ago. That's so, oh, so yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, for anyone who's ever
1: heard of the geeky hostess, what, what do yeah. you
0: do? So, the geeky host—excuse me—the geeky hostess is a geeky recipe and party blog. So, I take um, different fandoms and I create recipes that um, are either based off of food found in the fandom or just fun things inspired by it. Um, and then every once in a while haven't done one really lately but every once in a while i do some fun themed parties um so i've done some for star wars i did like a cantina themed party i did um in an arrested development party i've done oh a bob's my burgers gosh. party um, arrested I've, development
1: is my favorite. oh my gosh so
0: many frozen <laughs> bananas <laughs> yeah and like what else we had a, a can of uh, um a container of Jelly beans, but they call them candy beans, I think is what they call them. Yep. Um, so oh, we had those. Man. We had Buster's juice boxes. <laughs> we had the Light Cloud Mirror vodka.
1: <laughs> That's like my favorite thing like themed parties are my favorite thing and then when you get so specific like that like the juice boxes that is like every single thing that. yeah
0: I think we had normal juice boxes and then we had a giant boxed wine that was like Lucille's juice box perfect it was was great that was the good time
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think if I had to pick like one version of fandom to live in forever it would be themed parties like I think that's like my number one
0: so it's so great
1: Love that them. you are an
0: expert <laughs> at it. Yeah, and it's it's really cool when I first started, which was about 9 years ago, um there were I'd say a couple kind of female-centric geek blogs and then a lot of just like the typical geek blogs that you expect where it's like reviewing movies, yeah, reviewing tech games. Stuff. Yeah. Um And I was really excited to create something that was a little bit more female oriented and that celebrated that you could be feminine and geeky at the same time. And I'm not necessarily saying that recipes and parties are only a feminine thing or that you, you know, can only do that if if you are um, female uh, oriented, female oriented. I guess that works. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's for everyone, but I wanted to create something that was really accessible for literally anyone. Um, And when I first started, it was a little bit more of a female lifestyle blog, and then I kind of focused in on that. And um, in the years, I've created some product lines, have done some other stuff, but keep going back to the recipes and the parties.
1: Yeah, I love um, the sprinkles that
0: you did for a while. Those were great.
1: Do you still have the cupcake liners? I do. Okay, cool, because those are really sweet, too. Yeah, I
0: have a bunch of um, kind of vintage, literary-inspired cupcake liners. Um, We Sold out of the Alice in Wonderland ones, which were I mean, I mean sense. it made sense. Yeah. <laughs> they were beautiful. Uh, but we still have Cthulhu ones and Macbeth ones, um, which I really love. And then I have some dice cupcake liners that I understand and now. Which yeah, is great. <laughs> well, even those, those are just uh, six sided um, oh, well, dice, right. so like you yep. can use it for like you know. Monopoly, if that's your thing, uh, or any type of of game night. But the beauty of it is that the bottom, um, the amount of pips are different on each of them. So by picking a cupcake, it's almost like you're rolling the dice. And you can look on the bottom and see what number you have.
1: (laughs) I should have, like, realized that before. Most people don't. have them.
0: (laughs) That's so cool. But, yeah, so I really like using it for game nights as, like, you know, when everyone grabs their cupcakes, you can see, like, you know,
1: to to start the game. Or, Or like, if you're rolling
0: initiative for D&D, you can use that, things like that.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I'm i playing every, like I'm playing weekly now. And nice. so I'm going to use those.
0: That's so awesome. Awesome. What, what are you playing right now? What type of uh, character?
1: Um, so I am playing a human cleric cause I really wanted to be able to heal people.
0: Nice. So like I am uh, a healer uh, is very important and most parties don't have it.
1: That's what I heard. So our party is actually pretty big. We started with like nine which is insane i think we have seven now wow. um but yeah when we started our dm because we're most of us are like first time players mm-hmm. our dm was like just pay attention to like not not having any important things and i was like who doesn't want to be the healer okay i guess <laughs> i'll just do that but it's been awesome i yeah. love it that's awesome i get it though like i get if you want to be like the center of the action fight all the yeah. time
0: it's not i mean there needs to be something for everyone. And I think, I mean, a healer is very important as long as it's your choice. A lot of people get suckered into becoming the healer yeah. because they, like, come in late to the party. Um, oh, that's, and that's so Yeah. That's yeah. So-, so I just joined um, a group as well about two months ago. And um, one of them, it was adorable. So the DM and I are friends and everyone else is, is a first-time player. Aww. And one of them, they're like, oh, my God, can you, like, be a cleric? We need a healer. And the DM, like, messaged me separately. And he was like, I'm so sorry. He didn't mean to offend you. He's a first-time <laughs> player. I was like, I'm not offended, it's fine. Yeah. But it's, like, such a stereotype that, like, it, especially if it's, like, that. a woman that, like, you know, it's. Come in, like, come in, just be our healer while we do the action. But that makes sense. So it is a very sense. important role, and if you enjoy doing it, it is, like, any any player, any group will have you.
1: <laughs> I love, like, the inside of D&D, where it's like, oh, I'm sorry,
0: no offense. Like, yeah. I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing to be offended by. Yeah, and I thought it was funny. Like, I was not offended. Yeah, yeah the I'm playing a barbarian, so right. I'm definitely not a cleric. That's
1: awesome! Yeah. I think uh, since a lot of us are playing for the first time, we're playing pretty close to, like, we're not playing exactly ourselves, but I was like, okay, the Hufflepuff in me is like a hundred percent like the group Yep. The group <laughs> helper.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm normally when I am playing more like myself, I'm a little bit more of like an elven rogue bard type person but yeah so this one is outside of my comfort zone which that's I'm really fun, excited though. about because if
1: you play a lot you want to like yeah. expand or else yeah. you just play the same character all and the I time. like
0: creating characters with weaknesses and faults because it makes the story better like oh, I don't care as much about very smart keeping everyone <laughs> <so> to survive. <laughs> I just I just want to tell a good story um,
1: we have a character or we have a player who's doing that and it's so fun to have that aspect because it's not something like it terrifies me to do that, but like the story's so much better. Yeah. So I appreciate when people can. And wait, do you actually have a theater
0: background? I do, yeah. Okay, I was
1: going to say, you are like a very theatrical person. I think I picked that up from (laughs) I'll take that as a
0: compliment. Yeah, well,
1: from your Kickstarter, because you did, the first Kickstarter, you did these amazing videos. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think before that I had only seen, like, photos on your blog. And you came out with these videos. And I was like, yeah. where did
0: this come so from? So the, the video for my Kickstarter, which you could still find if you search for Geeky Sprinkles on Kickstarter, um, was... Oh, yeah, it was because they
1: keep that up. Yeah. That's awesome. So it was written
0: and directed by my husband. It was made by a group of my friends that all, like, had a... Um, video production company. Um, and we had all worked together on a, the web series Job Hunters and um, did a couple Kickstarters with that. And then from there, like, we got their help with the video. So yeah, it is an outrageous video. It's probably has, like, a higher production value than the entire cost of my
1: campaign. (laughs) I mean... So I'm very fortunate. So legit. And even just, like, you being in it, like, I've done some interviews before, and that's max, (laughs) like, me acting.
0: Yeah. No, I I did a lot of theater in um, elementary school, junior high, high school, college, um, and then did a lot of improv in high school and college, um, which is how I met most of my friends, how I met my husband, and when I first played Dungeons & Dragons, um, which... I got so spoiled. Like, if you ever have the yeah. opportunity to play D&D with just a group of improvisers, I mean, that's why I'm all about the story instead of, like, survival. <laughs> that sounds, I mean, it's got to be such a different
1: gameplay yeah. than, like, and I think that's something that's really cool about D&D having this, like, resurgence now is that I feel like I get to know about all the different kinds because mm-hmm. like there are some that are, like, play by the rules, like, mm-hmm. read everything. The numbers are what matter. And then it, there's some that's like, we're here for the story. I like... Yeah. Don't worry about running out of food, really. Like, we'll figure that out. But, yeah. like, what's the interesting <laughs>
0: thing that we're doing? Exactly. Yeah. So you have to find the right group for you. I mean, some people play it like a war game where they want, you know, they know the exact numbers for every box. They know the steps yeah. you can take. They, you know, everything is calculated. And then, like, for me, I prefer to just kind of go into a town and cause some trouble and <laughs> meet some new people. So
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah, And that's, like, I feel like. That's a fun thing too about game nights. I mean, mm-hmm. game nights have never they've never gone anywhere, but I feel like I am seeing more of them now. And it's fun when you can do the level up to your game night of like bringing cool snacks and yes. like bringing
0: cool drinks. I am all about themed immersive yeah. game nights and D&D campaigns um some of my most popular posts on the geek have been dungeons and dragons based um to the point that a few years back i had a column for wizards of the coast um i think called... i knew
1: that and i was like i don't know what this is yeah <laughs> <But> it was <laughs> I called d and
0: diy <laughs> and so it was like Perfect. crafts and recipes based off dungeons and dragons so i think if you search for that or you search for my name um On uh, the Dungeons and Dragons website, you can still see some of the posts, but we did things like fireball truffles and like gift ideas for your DM. Um, And then one, one of my most popular posts on the site is a um, Dungeons and Dragons like tavern style menu and oh it's something gosh. I actually created for my husband's birthday when he was running a campaign um, I was like you know invite people over I will do this whole feast so we printed out menus I was essentially the wench for the night um, this is like <laughs> making and, me so happy and yeah <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was amazing like I made stew with bread bowls we had um had a few different meat dishes i can't remember the top of my head probably like just like a roast chicken um and then just this huge like meat and cheese platter so kind of like the breadboards that are really popular right now Uh, but it's so easy you can just go to trader joe's or like a grocery store and just pick up a bunch of random stuff put it out nicely i put it out with some grapes i put it with just like a full hunk of french bread because i want it to feel more rustic. yeah um and i think that one was called the like the fancy man's platter or something. I don't know. It was something where it was like, you must promise the daughter of your, or the hand of your daughters to to like, you know, get this, this feast. And then there was like the, um, the commoners feast, which was like the remnants of that. Perfect. Just like goofy things like that. We had a couple um, of flavored, you know, fun cocktails and stuff like that. So um, that printout is on the blog as well as everything we did. But the best thing about that blog post and why I love, The geek in the DD community and my community so much is the comments for it like people just went crazy on the comments saying everything that they've done before and uh, ways that they can add it and then a few people started saying you know if you want to get really historically accurate for this type of time period these are the things that you should include but like things like potatoes maybe not and so we just had this amazing amazing discussion i think there's like 50 comments on this thing of everyone just giving like such insight and sending links to different historical, like, recipe books that you can... I don't know. It was amazing.
1: That's so, so cool. cool. So, like, I use that
0: blog post and all the comments as reference now when I'm <laughs> trying to well, come up with things.
1: And that's the fun thing. Once you have the base, you can sort of, like, tweak it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, once you have a general, like, D&D
0: party platter in your yeah.
1: head, you <laughs> can, like, make it different for Totally. Everything. Based
0: off the campaign you're working on. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a cooking background, too? Or... I don't. Just I'm like being an adult human. <laughs> <laughs> <cooks things>, okay. <laughs> so, um, I mean, my parents did a lot of cooking and baking um, when I grew up. I uh, while I was growing up, um, it was really cool. My dad actually did like all the baking and the grilling, so um, he makes amazing pies, and so I learned a lot from my that dad from does him. too. Like, he definitely did that. It was yeah. Awesome. And then uh, my mom is an amazing cook and like cooks like Italian food. That I went to Rome and. I went to, like, the ghettos of, or what is it, like, the Italian ghetto area, yeah. and I was like, this this is my mom's sauce. This is this is it. Oh, and man, I was, and it just made awesome. me, like, want her cooking more. She is amazing. So um, I had a lot of delicious food growing up. I started taking, you know, some of those, like, funsy kind of one-off cooking classes. Um, but then really, I mean, the blog started because when I was... I was right out of college, and I enjoyed throwing some really basic parties, but I wanted an excuse to get to learn more. I wanted to learn how to cook yeah. all my favorite meals. I wanted to learn how to throw kind of higher caliber dinner parties but still do it in a fun, geeky way. Um, so if you put something out publicly, like, it, you hold yourself accountable because you need to be able to update. You need to do it. And so if you go back to a few of my first posts, which are – still up but i don't recommend anyone Anyone does i mean like the I pictures <laughs> the pictures of the cupcakes i made were horrendous uh-huh. like
1: well, it and just... we didn't have good technology or any like we didn't have like phones that just yeah beautiful photos i mean yeah my photos either. are still not
0: great yeah. i prefer to hire other people <laughs> for my cookbooks and stuff i hire other people but um the cupcakes themselves just it just wasn't up to the caliber but i have learned and grown so much and now people you know They come to me when they want cupcakes made for nice things or they think I'm an expert. And I'm like, I just put in the time. Like if you if you find if you want to become the best at making a specific type of recipe, just make that recipe over and over and over again. And like watch tutorials, look at other recipes people have made and you will become an expert. I like everyone else in the world do not know what I'm doing (laughs) every day that I'm coming up with a new recipe. I am doing tons of research online. I look up like 10 other recipes that are similar to what I want. And I just kind of craft and create and, and try it out and, and retry it. And that's, it's what you do.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like,
0: I don't think, I don't think
1: I've ever tried to perfect a recipe before. And Mm -hmm. that makes a ton of sense. Like if you do it, if you're making like one dish and you try it in a bunch of different ways or like look up different versions of it, I imagine you like really get a grasp on it and then yeah. you can get creative on your own. Exactly. That's such a cool way so, um,
0: so if I want to make a champagne cupcake recipe, for instance, I'll look online. I'll also just search for kind of champagne cupcakes, see what other people have done. I pull up, this is, it's almost kind of like a nerdy stat kind of thing, but I'll pull up like six different recipes and then I'll just analyze them all and take a look and be like, what are the oh. common denominators? What, what have we found out? Everyone knows, you know, like the oven temperature is normally within like 10 to 20 degrees between all these. So I take a look at that and I take a look at the, the time that they're putting it in for, I take a look at the, the base cupcake recipe they're using, how much champagne they're adding, if they're putting it in the frosting or the batter or both and just see yeah. what kind of worked for that. And if, if I'm seeing that there's like three or four that have the same things in common. I'm like, okay, this is probably a good start. And then from there, I take a look. I, at this point, have enough knowledge to be able to look at a recipe and go, this is going to work or this isn't going to work. Especially baking. You know there's like a general formula. Yeah. (laughs) And it's scary. scary, (laughs) Yeah, and like that's the thing with cooking. I can be a lot more lax and try things on my own. But with baking, you need to start from somewhere because it could go horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, you like, to have, like, like the street Yeah. <laughs> so I take a look at the basics and then from there I go, okay, you know, for instance, I just made one recently um, for my sister-in-law's bridal shower. I did it like a sparkling oh. rosé cupcake. So I was taking a look at pink champagne cupcakes and normal champagne cupcakes and adapting it to be, you know, a better taste for the rosé that I had picked out and then make sure that, you know, I'm adding a little bit of food coloring. And if I want it to be more moist, I want to do this versus this. And so, um yeah it's a lot of just sitting and like analyzing and looking through and creating a recipe and then trying it and then like any good science experiment um you know you're testing your hypothesis and if something doesn't work you've got to figure out why and can try it again
1: that's so cool I when you said uh during this in college I got really into theme parties in college and like right mm-hmm. after and the best thing about being that age is like if you home make anything oh my it's, gosh like yes. the best thing that's ever <laughs> happened to anyone like the I don't want to say the bar is so low, but people are so deprived of like, like homemade, just the homemade goodness. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you're that age range and you want to try this out, I think it's the best time in life to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely, and an adult. If you are
0: in college and you're stuck in a dorm and you really want like a homemade baked good, you can make cake in your microwave. Oh, it is totally something that I taught my. I was a resident advisor, so I taught my residents that for like one of our activities, and it's that's awesome. I mean, now there's like mug cake recipes, which is really easy, but you can remember what I put it in before but I definitely like you can just buy like a box of cake mix funfetti is yeah. my favorite and a can of coke or diet coke Whoa. you mix it together and then you just microwave it it's not going to be as amazing right. as like, going to a bakery <laughs> but, if you just want but something it's going like to satisfy that. the need for like hot like homemade uh-huh. box cake mix which is what
1: you want I mean every day all the time. but especially yeah. <laughs> when you're in college <laughs> that's so awesome Um, so on top of doing all this as a blog and like for fun, you have an official cookbook.
0: Yeah, out, so cool. Yeah, so I have the Minecrafters Cookbook, which is a cookbook targeted towards kids and their families. Which is really, really That's exciting awesome. because I remember some of the cookbooks I had as a kid and thinking that there are kids out there that like this is one of their first cookbooks and they're going to learn how to cook based off yeah. of this. I'm literally like tearing up thinking yeah, about it. Like totally. it, it, just it makes me so happy that I might get to somehow influence you know, kids getting excited about cooking. Um, That's cool,
1: too, because we were talking already about how cooking isn't, like, just for girls, and I feel like Minecraft is, like, the perfect any gender kid getting into cooking. Yeah,
0: and it just became the most popular game of all time. It just passed Tetris, like, a couple weeks ago, so I'm even more excited that I made the cookbook. Yeah. Um, But, it's, like, the official one, too. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not official official, but we have permission is what I've been told. Great. Cool. (laughs) Perfect.
1: (laughs) Well, I was like, I don't want to get <laughs> sorry, in sorry. trouble. Yes. <laughs> the attorney.
0: Um, but yeah, so that all came about because of my blog. Um, yeah. So I've been creating these recipes for, for years and years. And I, uh, the book packager for this book, they approached me and they were like, we have this idea for this book. We need to find the right person to make it. And we think that's you based off nope. of <laughs> the writing on your blog. And it felt like such an out of the blue lucky thing to happen. But I have to remind myself that I did put in at that time, seven or eight years of work to make this happen by doing my blog it just it wasn't directly for this that specific outcome but it has always been a dream to have a cookbook um I think that makes so so much sense too
1: like when you as a person are like here are all my skills and I'm putting Mm -hmm. them out there for basically a decade then someone is looking for someone who's like good at themed Mm -hmm. like nerdy cooking <laughs> like all of those things is just like oh you're literally the perfect person for yeah.
0: that and I've I've always really focused on making my recipes and my writing extremely approachable I want it to make sense to you know kids and adults I you know try to keep everything you know pg very low pg 13 like I I want to make sure that anyone will be comfortable and feel welcome on my blog and um the recipes for my blog I also make sure they aren't too deep into any fandom that like yeah I want it to be something where you know, if, if someone's, you know, husband or wife or kid is obsessed with Star Wars and they know nothing about it, they can go and they can um, be like, okay, well, we're going to throw a Star Wars party. I need these things. I don't know anything about it. Right. And they can find my like cantina party post and say, I understand this. This makes sense. They will like this. And um, so, yeah, so that's always kind of what I've been going for. And that's kind of how the Minecraft cookbook is as well. It's all of the food that is in Minecraft. So we have things like cool. the cake and um, the farmer's bread and we have pork chops, and <laughs> like anything yeah. that like you can make in Minecraft. But then we also have some funsy stuff based off of the Minecraft property. So we have like Creeper Krispies and um, so cool. I think we have like a lava, we have a bunch of potion drinks and yeah. So it's, that's a lot of fun. It was so much fun doing the research and putting it all together. But Um, But yeah, if you don't know much about Minecraft, you can still read it. All the recipes are are very easy to understand, basic recipes. I also really try hard for my blog and for my books to make sure that everything I use is stuff that can be found in a normal grocery
1: store. Oh my gosh. That is like the biggest, there's nothing more disappointing because I've like thrown a lot of theme parties Mm -hmm. when you find a recipe and you're like, this is so cool. And then you look through the ingredients or like the instructions and you're like, what? Yeah. like I've seen so many many when it's like, okay, you
0: need this like special kind of like, you know, black cocoa powder. You need like the shimmer dust. And these are things that I use when I'm doing fancy stuff, but I'm not going to, Put in normal like, recipe. or if, if people are yeah. like you can make this this really cool you know fandom inspired thing but you need this a specific like mold or cutter mm-hmm. to use it i i that try to avoid that when good. i can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Sometimes i get so disappointed can, when i'm like but... well, where am i gonna find that
1: yeah. yeah yeah if someone else hasn't invested their entire life in like cooking <laughs> accessories <laughs> for nerdy things
0: exactly which harder. yeah i was like i have a, a few drawers full yeah. <laughs> but,
1: as you should yeah but that's cool and then, like, I'm sure it's just easy – it's easy to, like, add those, like, extra components if you want. Exactly. As long as you have, like, the base that is – Yeah, accessible. so I try to That's add those, like, so cool. you know,
0: optional, like, ways to kind of amp it up or level it up. Um, but, yeah, I, try to, I try, to keep, try to keep it approachable and friendly. I work hard. The, the book was so much fun. It's – it was – you know, like doing 60 blog posts in yeah. the course of a month or two. So it was oh a lot of work. But for me, the the writing and the, you know, testing recipes, that comes easy. But it's the taking pictures that is kind of my holdup just because as, as hard as I try, I'm just not as good. Like the, the lighting is never as good as I want it to be.
1: There are things about that, too, that like I've learned from doing what I do that like sometimes if you're just if your kitchen doesn't have windows in the right places yeah. that's the problem and like i live it's, in seattle and yeah, it is not if it's very not sunny, sunny. <laughs> so it's literally or like even i remember i remember i think it was more about like book photos but i was like why does everyone's like flat lays look so great i was like oh their tables are lighter than mine like mm-hmm. that's literally the difference like the wood in my table was too dark yeah to look the way i wanted the photos to look. Yeah. so like
0: I get and that. They're, yeah, there are all kinds of you know things you can invest in and and lessons and cool flat lay boards you can buy mm-hmm. and everything. So, um, you know, as I learn more, I you know get a little bit better, but it's still not to the level I want. So writing the book was fantastic because um, I had an amazing food stylist and photographer who was also oh, one of the book cool. packagers, um, and the photos that he did were just gorgeous. Like I got so excited when I saw them, and we had an illustrator that created things, so I really got to focus on the writing and let everyone else take like the creative the graphic yeah. the photo stuff which i'm not as good at and um yeah I, i'm and really you don't excited have with what i'm good
1: at with. everything so, exactly. that's great. so <laughs> it's great to know your strengths and your yeah. weaknesses
0: and i was really excited that i was able to work on a project with people who were much stronger in the things that i was not strong yeah. with yeah and um from that i was able to get an agent and um i'm currently signing a contract for another book deal which i can't yeah. talk about yet but i'm very very excited about
1: but, like, this is a thing that's happening that you're it doing It is a that thing now, that's happening, and it will cool. not
0: be the only book. There yeah, are other pitches totally. that are out there as well. Like, it's – I'm really excited. I'm just going to keep making cool, geeky cookbooks. Yeah. <laughs>
1: are you thinking, like – are you leaning more towards, like, putting your energy into books? Or are you still – I don't know. Are you still maintaining the blog or just sort of as, like, a – If you have time. Yeah. So that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I still
0: have the blog. Um I definitely focus on the books when I have it. Cool. Um, I'm someone who works really well when I have a deadline, and not Perspects. as well when I don't. So um, I'm my hope as as I start up um, the writing of this other book, like once the contract is signed, yeah. I'll start writing it. Is that I'll be streaming at least every other week, most likely weekly, oh, where I'll actually be cool. testing the recipes that I'm making, so people can. It's essentially like having friends over in your kitchen while you're cooking. Yeah. Um. So people can come and hang out with me and, and talk while they they see me. You know, kind of test recipes and vaguely talk about the premise and they can try to guess what the themes are for the books that I'm (laughs) working on. Um, And while I do that, I'm going to be doing a few additional fandom inspired things for my blog. So then hopefully that will get me back in the swing of things. Um, I recently went back to a full time job a couple years ago, and um, so that's been keeping me busy with that. So yeah,
1: it's not like you have unlimited time to just bake all day. Yeah, every day, so whatever. the geeky hostess
0: <laughs> has become more of a side thing in the last few years, but it's been around for so long that the SEO is really good. I still yeah. get to do some really fun things with it. Um, well,
1: and just, recipes don't expire, like
0: exactly. If, yeah, you know, there are some that people still search for. I still all the time. look at it all
1: the time because, yeah. like, you know, if I made a good cupcake five years ago make it <laughs> it's again. gonna be good? Yeah. yeah it's gonna be good again yeah so great. I'll still
0: be updating here and there I have one post that I've been meaning to post for a long time and have not so uh, that will be going up soon
1: <laughs> I get it though I mean getting all of those pieces together which it's like it's cool to point out about the book like you can focus on just the one thing but when you mm-hmm. run a blog yourself it's like you have to do all the writing all the creative all mm-hmm. the actual making and then all yep. the photos then yep. all, all the, the social posting. and, <laughs> and yeah yep. It's a lot lot more.
0: It's so much fun. And I mean, I love the subject matter. I love the community. uh, It's, yeah, it's awesome. That's so
1: awesome. So, where can people follow you to see all the cool things you're doing?
0: Yeah. So, the blog is The Geeky Hostess, geekyhostess.com. Um, and then I do have some social channels for that, which is just Geeky Hostess. And then my personal ones are Geeky Terra since Love I am that. the creator of the Geeky Hostess. Yep. Um, and um, the streams, when I start doing that up again, will be through Geeky Terra as well. So oh, cool. the last time I streamed, I used, and I'm forgetting the name of the program, but I used a program that let me stream to Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube at the same time. Whoa, so you okay. can find me on any of those cool. um, with the, the name Geeky Terra. I believe YouTube is Geeky Hostess, but Mixer and Twitch are both Geeky Terra. Um, and if one of the audiences end up taking off a little bit more then I'll end up switching there, but I'll make sure that I let people know. Um, cool. I always post in my social channels, uh, before I go live as well.
1: So I, did you say you're like making the recipe and testing it
0: out? Live? Yeah. Whoa. So what I do cool. live is it, it's just like set up in my kitchen. Yeah. Um, I, at that point we'll have had a few recipes that I've you know, written down and I'm ready to try. And then it's essentially, yeah, like going through a cooking class. Like you'll see oh, so me fun. just going through it and I'll talk about what I'm doing and why I'm making the choices I'm making. Um, but then there is some downtime where I just kind of chat with people and, yeah. and we talk about food. We talk about what you guys are up to. We talk about geeky stuff. Um, it's a lot of fun. That's so fun. Yeah. Okay. I'm and check it out. and then us. of course, uh, the Minecrafters cookbook is yeah. my first cookbook. Uh, if you have a kid that loves Minecraft or a grown-up who loves Minecraft in your life, I think... You need it, it is going to be hard to have a person who like there's no
1: <laughs> who one doesn't in their know life, anyone.
0: That's with <laughs> <my crap." laughs> yeah, and I've heard from a lot of parents who have you know given it to their kids that the kids get really excited. They've like flagged all the recipes they make. One person said they've been making like a recipe a week for the last week like, six weeks. Oh my like gosh. yeah, pe- the kids are getting really excited about it. Um, and there are recipes in there that I personally use all the time. The That's cool. the bread recipe is like I. It was one of my first times really sitting down and making bread and I didn't realize how easy it is. Uh, as long as you have the time and you think ahead to let it rise overnight, like it's, it's cheap, it's easy. You can customize it however you want. Um, so I love the bread recipe. Um, the mac and cheese recipe is my favorite type of mac and cheese. (laughs) Yeah. And I really like the, like the, the baked mac and cheese that's like not super runny has breadcrumbs on it. So that's what this one is. Um, so those are some of my
1: favorites. And that's like a perfect birthday gift or yes. holiday gift. Yes.
0: And you can find it most bookstores, Amazon, awesome. all that stuff. And then um, if you're interested in cupcake liners or recipe cards oh, or anything yeah. else, um, my the Geeky Hostess store is still up. I have it over on Etsy. Cool. Um, so there's a link from geekyhostess.com that'll take you there.
1: That's so awesome. Yeah. So for everyone who, like me, is obsessed with nerdy <laughs> themed parties and food and cocktails and everything – uh, I love your blog and everything you do is oh, one of the best. Well, I love everything you do. Oh, thanks for <laughs> chatting with me. Um, Anytime. Yeah, everyone, go follow Tara. The things she does are the best. And thanks so much for listening. Uh, have a great week, you guys, and stay nerdy.